Hey, and welcome to our podcast. Uh, Hi. We, we still have a name for it. Yeah. I'm Alex. We, uh, full disclosure, we this is our second time recording this. Yeah, we recorded the rest of this podcast like two weeks ago, which is why it hasn't been up yet. Yeah. That, that's uh, Philip, by the way. Yeah, I'm Philip. <laughs> Great start to the to our series. Right, no name. We can introduce <laughs> right? Yeah. We yeah, got so, that. So yeah, the the second half of this podcast is really really good, and I recommend sticking around. I have no idea how long this segment's going to last, but the rest of it is really good. So please please listen to that, and it's also uh, higher audio quality because I'm on my work mic, which is not that good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was up in Michigan for an NNL event. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's let's uh, relive those times, shall we? Uh, reluctantly. Well, for my <laughs> result, but right. I mean, I had a fun time. But right. Whatever. Yeah. So this was at a Iron. This is a National Ninja League event. Go like them on Facebook. Not that we're biased or anything. Yeah, we totally aren't employed by... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this may or may not have been a paid endorsement. I, I I, guess it's technically not a paid endorsement anyway. Right, right. Um, like, we're, we're kind of going off the rails and probably not being... Our views do not reflect the organization. Yeah, so, that, that, that's a really good point, because I would have missed that, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Chris, please don't fire us. We like our jobs. Yeah, we love our jobs, and... Uh, so we might be kind of not critical of the league, but maybe there might be points where we kind of say not exactly professional things about certain aspects. So right, um, and and obviously the uh, rest of this podcast is not the views of really anything because we really just go off the rails at the end. Yeah. So. Iron Grip Ninjas out in uh, Michigan. I forget the city. It was a really well put together event. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that. It, they actually made my life so much easier. Actually. Like. Yeah, uh, they were. Everything went smooth. Yeah, really. Kelly, the owner of the gym. I there was a incident the week prior, and so I'm like, all right. I I I want this to go so smoothly. I'm gonna be like super strict and like. Just make sure they have everything, and I'm just going to go in there like, you have to do this and this and this and this, and it turns out that they had already done everything, so that made yep. my life really easy. Um, yeah. So yeah, well well done to everyone in Iron Grip. Um, so there was the uh, quad steps and the jumping spider were the first two obstacles. First off, uh, Iron Grip's like, I really like their gym. Like, it's not the biggest gym, but like... It's actually bigger than most, really. But I'm just so yeah, used to being at the gigantic edge. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's really nice. It's like it's built like really. Come on, Philip. You need to bury your rifle. I don't have rivals. I just have friends. Uh, that's how the ninja community is. Except sometimes we kind of. That's how the ninja community critical. is. Except except when we're not. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> But, yeah, it's a nice place. My favorite thing about the gym is they have this wall with every atomic hold in existence. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. And I'm just like, I wish that was in my barn in my backyard. Yes, I have a barn in my backyard. No, there are are not animals in it. Uh, (laughs) But I wish that I had. Yeah, Philip's a farmer. Yeah. Um, 
got that Lance Picus vibe going. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, instead of going into conversations about race relations, let's actually talk about what. <laughs> yeah. The, the the first time we recorded this segment, we accidentally started talking about what counts as racism. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That's never seen. I don't life, know how right? that happened exactly. Um, I'm not sure either. But let's tell the story that we meant to tell. So yes. you're on the jumping spider. Yeah. Now. The way it worked was they had, like, tape, and you couldn't reach over the tape because it's just, they're jumping spires, just a giant wall. And on the show, you sort of have to go through a little pattern. So they had the little pattern uh, etched out with tape. Mm-hmm. And the last time I had seen you, I was on a caffeine bender, and mm-hmm. you broke a rule because you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So... This time, I wanted to be a little more subdued, but I really wanted to make sure you're, you were paying attention to the rules. And also, I wanted to be a supportive friend. Yes. So, so I yell over, under the tape! To which I reply, I know, Alex, very loud. <laughs> and, like, the entire room just starts laughing. Yeah. I, actually, I need to tell another story. So this is season one at Michelle's gym. Uh, Movement Lab Ohio, which I'm going to be repping uh, on January 13th. That is not an advertisement. Yes, it is. But it, it, it is also a, a very good gym. Real, really, any way I can put Michelle over, I, I would like to put Michelle over, but that that's not the point of our podcast. This, this is not putting Michelle over with Alex and Philip. Mm-hmm. Although it sort we of should, is, but... We should have her as a guest sometime. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but anyway... Um, so it's season one. We didn't have Facebook Live back then, so I was broadcasting on like Ustream or something to like five people, and I, I'm I'm doing my usual commentary because I I habitually commentate things, and so it's a Team Nash guy. Team Nash is this uh, team down in Nashville, which that totally makes sense now. Like, <laughs> you did like not. somebody's name or something. I, it literally just occurred to me. It's Steve Nash's new ninja statement. Right. He's on a pegboard and he's really struggling. So I'm doing my commentary and he's like, you know, I I would think he would have an easier time with this. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. The entire room goes silent. Like, there, there mm-hmm. are, you know, spectators there and all the competitors. The entire room goes silent. <laughs> the guy on the course just stops, dead hangs, and then just stares directly at me. <laughs> Like, just stops his run completely and just gives me this dead stare. I don't even remember who it was. It was somebody on Team Nash. It wasn't Bobby. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he ended up failing there, so I felt really bad. But uh, nobody nobody gave me any grief for it after, so that was good. Anyway, uh... But, I mean, I guess he did have a hard time. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to Iron Grip. So, there were a couple other obstacles, and the, uh, Shapeshifter was after that. That was a really Shapeshift- weird obstacle. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably the hardest I've done so far this season. Like, uh, I just locked off and just just scrambled for dear life and it worked out but my arms were pretty burned but it wasn't anything that was like permanent because like because like there were quite a few like not so upper body intensive obstacles after so that wouldn't have been a problem 
but kind of like how the Rolling Thunder was on the edge course, and that was the sixth obstacle, I ended up getting the 19th obstacle. Right, so. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the shapeshifter was like this wheel, and mm-hmm. there were various shaped holes, and you had to get these little plungers with shapes on the end and stick them into this wheel, and you had to spin the wheel around. It, it was really cool. It was a really cool mm-hmm. obstacle. Um, we're going to have to address the elephant in the room, which was that PVC pipe obstacle. Yes. Uh, so it was like a step face, like two steps facing forward, but they were far apart, and there's like PVC pipe in the middle. And this, this you, is like a really thick PVC pipe, and it's yeah. suspended by chains. Just to give yeah, you had context. You could either be risky as hell and like jump over it and like parkour cat over the, to, the, the Jesse Wildman strat. Reese did it first. Oh, right. Uh, he ran right before me. Reese Pankratz and uh, Jesse yeah. Wildman both did that. Yeah, and then that one guy who like had that insanely like sloppy, scary run, and he got to the spider flip. That was pretty funny. Uh, remember that guy? He like he was like, oh, it was insane. He like almost failed. <laughs> he like. Barely got. I think he like barely got through the shapeshifter. Then he almost failed the. Then he almost failed the. Uh, what should I call it? The those tires. The tires with the Bosu's on them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he. he Even was, I he did all, the tires with the Bosu's. People were just. Everyone who failed them rushed them. I like. I like hopped across them. Yeah, that... people were trying to run them. They they weren't a running thing. It wasn't. I just kind of just hopped across. Yeah, them. really. Like you're sit, you're standing there, and mm-hmm. you're trying to line up this balance obstacle so you can run across it. But you're sitting there and waiting to run across it. Like get up there and just walk across it. Use the same amount of time, and you're not going to fail it. Yeah, I think the problem was with that obstacle was the fact that. People were getting intimidated by the fact that the tires were there, so they're like, oh god, it's super extra balance, but really the tires were just there to, like, support the BOSU. So, it really didn't make... I think, honestly, running across BOSUs that were just flat on the ground would probably have been a little harder. It wasn't... It Maybe it being up in the air was a little bit uh, intimidating, but it really wasn't... It, it, it wasn't that bad. I, I run a Bosus are a staple on my edge stage ones, so it didn't bother me too much. So um, anyway, the PVC pipe. Yeah, that guy almost died on the PVC pipe. The, the guy I was talking yeah. about who made it to the swagger. That was like he like <laughs> he like fell backwards, but still bland. I can't. I I completely. I kind of forget what happened because it was like so freaky. But he he just. Okay, simply put, he almost died on it, and he made it across. Uh, but yeah, I failed it, uh, because what happened was I didn't want to risk going over it. And I messed up the initial jump over, like, because you could jump to it, grab onto it, and, like, roll over. That's what but I did. But I didn't jump over it enough, and so uh-huh. I, like, ended up, yeah, I didn't jump, I did, didn't jump far enough to it. I misjudged that. So I ended up slipping back, and on this thick PVC pipe, it's hard to muscle yourself up over. And I wasn't sure what to do. People were telling me to go back, but there was, like, it wasn't tunnel vision. I don't get tunnel vision on courses, but 
uh, it was more like there's everybody was yelling at me at the same time, like I can't hear any of you guys. Right. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, yeah. So I I for I forgot the rule, so I just kind of like just hopped back. I swung back to that one step and just like to the one step and just walked away because I was then I was thinking about trying the run across. Yeah, so I knew I was screwed then. So it didn't really matter. I would have it basically me messing up that one jump would have screwed me later. Even if I did recover, it would have screwed me later, and I would have pumped out on like the salmon ladder. Mm. So maybe I wouldn't have. I actually have decent like dead hang strength, so like it maybe it wouldn't have been a problem. But I would it eat regardless if I had passed it, I would have probably screwed up the praying manis mm. because I was so I would have been so gassed had I recovered. Uh, yeah. I, I was I was very impressed by your poise after the run. Like obviously you were really upset in mm-hmm. the uh, immediate moments after, which is a shame because we, we we had something planned after his run and we didn't get to do it, but. Yeah. Oh, wait, instead, instead, I took my anger out on your hand. Oh. If you go back in the stream and watch, you can see, like, in the corner, me, like, pretty much just, like, falcon punching Alex's <laughs> hand when I was going for a high five. I wasn't, like, mad at Alex. I was just... Right, like, I, I knew you uh, weren't mad at me. Like, I, I wasn't upset with you or anything. I, I was yeah. I was just more... I mean, I was obviously very disappointed in your run, and I, I, sh- I should have known just to get out of your way a little bit, but I, you, you really turned it around pretty quickly after that, so I was pretty impressed with you on that. Yeah, it was just like a... It was just like a damn, but then at the same time, I'm like, I just screwed something silly up. I'm glad that it, I don't screw up on, like, things that... I don't screw up on things... I haven't screwed up on something that has pumped me out in a long time. It's usually technique or something. So, like, for example... Well, I was I was kind of pumped at uh, XT, but honestly, I just kind of dropped because I'm like, I'm screwed. Well, and... oh yeah, they're, they're, the last <laughs> obstacle at XT... This is a couple months ago. Oh my god. It's a salmon ladder, which you guys have seen the salmon ladder, I assume. With a pegboard, and you have to move the pegs up the sides of the salmon to, like, hop the salmon ladder up the pegs. And... Yeah, that, that was ridiculous. Like, yeah. it, I, like, I don't when... think that obstacle is doable with all the rest in the world. And you had, like, 45 seconds when you got there. Yeah, everybody was like, go, go, go. And, like, he, like I had 45 seconds left. Yeah, and like, and like, Colton offered me chalk, and like, no, I'm, I'm just gonna like hang on the bar for a second and chalk. Like, <laughs> right. like, I got, I got one peg in, and I got it like slightly in, and my arms were, I wasn't like super pumped, but I mean, I was a little. It wouldn't have, I would have failed no matter what on that thing had I tried. Maybe I would have gotten up a rung if I had tried, but I probably wouldn't have because I barely, I like half got one of the pegs in. And, like, my lock-offs were starting to fade at that point, so it was just, like... So I just kind of just flopped to the ground because I was tired. Right. And, and I knew that I had a good enough run, but, yeah, so... And then I tackled you. And then you yeah. got disqualified. <laughs> yeah, I got disqualified on the... <laughs> I, 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 I would have gotten second place at XT. I was ahead of Ethan Swanson's time by 30 seconds, which is, like... 
like, dude, that's Ethan Swanson. That's like, right. whoa. I was like, but still, getting fourth in it, even despite that, I because I skipped a wrong, I skipped a ledge on the cliffhanger because I have, I'm Mr. Lanky Kong here, so right. I was, I was like reaching over and I just, it felt comfortable and Matt was telling, Matt Van Brunchot, he is good. I think he is third in the NNL standings right second. now. Second, he's tied for second. Tied for second. Matt Van Brunchot. Yeah, the there's name. like two at 14, a couple at 13, a bunch at 12, and yeah. then Ernest has 54. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would, I, if I, like, had the time and money and patience and driver's license. And a driver's license. <laughs> I would have. I would probably be at like about the same as like Matt or around there. But because me and Matt, it's pretty funny how even we are. Because like we're always usually within like one or two positions of each other. Yeah, for example, really even. for example, fourth and sixth at XT. Uh. 10th and 12th at Classic City. That was when we everybody everybody at Classic City failed to crank it up to UFO. Uh, so we had pretty similar times. I think he was 10 seconds faster. I don't know. I wasn't going for speed at all. Uh, and then my favorite ever, second and third at the edge. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's just like double you, S. You went, you went first, and you were in... First place all day until the last run. Yeah, but Ernest er, Ernest deserved it. He he finished the course, right. but he was like, "Were you pumped out at all?" I was gassed at the end, but you didn't seem look pumped out. I wasn't pumped. <laughs> it was weird. It was the strangest thing. Nineteen obstacles in, and had maybe my arms were kind of sore, but I really felt like I could have done like. 10 more obstacles, really. <laughs> it was kind of nuts. I was like... It, I, I was kind of shocked by myself because it was like 10 in the morning. I had just woken up. I had breakfast. I went there, and like five minutes later, it's like, time to run! And I just like walk between the obstacles. Yet, I still had three minutes left far beyond anybody else. <laughs> I don't even oh, oh, know... And you my my favorite part of your run was you you were like up on the balcony, oh yeah, and you did a balance obstacle or something. And your dad was cheering you you on, and he was nearby, and you just stopped and you were like, "Hey everyone, that's my dad." Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was great. Yeah, my dad, my grandparents, and my aunt were all up there, which is funny. Uh, I didn't even know my aunt was there. She was like afraid to tell me that she was going to be there because she's like, "I don't want you to feel pressure." <laughs> Yet I had, like, a full cheering squad for fire. <laughs> I screw up so early, and I felt terrible. <laughs> but it didn't really... It was, But, like, still, like, you know, I guess it's different for, like, spectators, like, people that don't actively do this stuff, because they still think it's, like, awesome regardless. Right, yeah. So, maybe... So, it just, it, it's kind of a whole new perspective once you get into competing and stuff. Right. But, yeah, we've kind of gone on a bit of a tangent on my whole NNL season, but... I mean, I mean that, that was sort of what we were going to talk about. I, yeah. Yeah, that we, we didn't talk about uh, racism this time, so that's yes. that's an improvement. 
Yeah, but anyways, about yeah, I got I skipped a ledge on the cliffhanger at XT, and it cost me second place, but I still got fourth because yeah. only four people got to that point, and I qualified. So then I got the next week, I got second at the edge, and that's and I have six points, and that's where I stand. Like, so we we had a good chat. Uh, we went yeah. way longer than I thought we would. I'll probably you kind of got an introduction to how most pod- of our podcasts will go. Kind of, it's I like think it's a- true of most podcasts, though. Yeah, that's hand. that's like it. It's just every single one's just kind of like a peek into the, like a group's certain world. Like, like we're like you know super ninja fans. We but we like have these weird random off topic things. I feel like though that's like you said that's how a lot of things are. Yeah. So I think that's part of the fun in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're 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 kind of giving you a glimpse into our squad's life. Yeah. And we're going to give you a glimpse into Colin's life next when he describes the ball games for us. <laughs> that was such a great conversation. It oh, went wow. over an hour. I cut it down to about twenty five minutes. We we cut. We were gonna. We did all of the ball games, but I cut some of the unfunny ones out. Yeah, it was that. That was fantastic. Yeah, stay tuned. And uh, later on, we have the showcases. Yeah, uh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not even going to tease that. Just yeah. listen, listen. Yeah, this it's just I. I'm, yeah, you're I, you're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, I was corpsing so much <laughs> for that entire thing. I, I wanted to put music over yeah. the. Over the reeds, but we were laughing too hard. <laughs> it, it just it just be the prices, right? Using the whole thing. right. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Anyway, but first we have a little musical treat from Philip. So take it away, Philip. Give me an A, buddy. Squidward is my best friend in the world. <laughs> Now, for context to everyone, I don't really follow sports, except maybe the NFL, and that even then, that's mostly just the Ravens in the Super Bowl most years. Did you say the Ravens in the Super Bowl most years? No, I said the Ravens and the Super Bowl most years, because uh, okay. it depends I, I, on the year if I care about anything else going on in the league or not. I, 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 I thought you said the Ravens in and not the Ravens and. Anyway, from the fine folk that brought you Outfield Ramp, here's Colin. <laughs> but we'll, we'll have to tell that story another time, because really I don't want to... Do we want to get that over this? Or, <laughs> I don't know how much we're doing this first yeah, episode. Yeah, let's just get it over with. Go ahead. Okay, so there was this... The, there's this video game site we can go to, and there was this one baseball one. 
No, I just thought it was funny, even though I'm not into baseball in the it's least. It's Roblox. We play Roblox. We're in our 20s and we play Roblox. Let's just admit <laughs> it right there. I didn't want to distract from the <laughs> podcast, but whatever. Yes, there was this Roblox baseball game that I thought was funny. And the game was still in development, so the stadium wasn't completely built. There was this one section that was over the wall and and was supposed to be seats, but it was just like a black ramp wedge piece, pretty much. And I saw an outfield referred to over the fence. So I was standing on what was, I guess, an audience. Just that, that weird ramp. <laughs> so I saw an outfield ramp was an actual thing in baseball. It was at Minute Maid Park for a long time. Yeah, I think we should do that, right, Colin? Yes. Okay, good. Alright, so this week we're doing the bowl games. Now, there are 130 teams in the top level of collegiate football in this country. Mm-hmm. Now, logically, how many do you suppose in the postseason have a chance to win the championship? Out of how many teams again? 130. If you were running, how many teams would get to compete for the championship? Well, seems hard to narrow it down from such a big field, but if we're going to try and be very inclusive, let's try and narrow it down from the top 20. Alright, you want to know how many teams actually make it? It's going to be something ridiculous like 50 to 70 reigns, isn't it? <laughs> oh man, wait until you hear this. Are you ready? Is it... Ten? Four. Four? Yep. In fact, up until a couple years ago, it was two. Two? Actually, until the 90s, it was zero. They just picked a winner at the end of the season. <laughs> that seems totally fair. Yeah, so they just sort of guess on who the top four teams are. <laughs> and they get to play for the national championship. Now, now see... That we, there's more people in wild card running in the actual NFL than are for the actual playoff qualifications for these college teams. Yes, but to reconcile this in an even more messed up uh, situation, there are what's called bowl games, which is mm -hmm. sort of the postseason, but they don't count. So basically, so basically imagine, these are the fan fiction of college football. So basically, just imagine that <laughs> the Ravens go like 9-7 one year. Mm -hmm. They take the top team from the AFC and the top team from the NFC. Mm -hmm. And they put them in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And then the Ravens just go and play like the Minnesota Vikings for no apparent reason. <laughs> And they play it in, like, Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> the no, after hearing this kind of situation, the, the Pro Bowl sounds logical. At least that's rewarding actual, actual accomplishments for the people who didn't make the Super Bowl. Yeah. And for context, you only have to win six games out of, like, 12 or 13, depending on the school, mm -hmm. to make it to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of so they could mess up like half their season and qualify for one of these games that doesn't even really matter anyways. Yeah, like I'm looking at one of the bowl games right now, and it's between two teams that finished six and six. Oh, at the same time, that is not as egregious as it could be, considering these mean absolutely nothing if what they're saying is accurate. Yes. So there are two levels of bowl game here. There are the New Year's Six games, which are the six biggest games. Uh, two of those are the national semifinals, in which the winners go on to play in the college football playoff national championship. Oh, so some, so some of these meaningless games are actually qualifiers? Yes. And they then take a there confusing are, system and make it more confusing. <laughs> and then there are 33 non-college football playoff bowl games, which are just kind of pointless. Those sound very pointless. Yeah. And have the best names ever. Alright, so, we have the uh, New Year's Six Bowl games. I'm, I'm going to read the teams, by the way, because they're kind of funny. Alright, so we first up, we have the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. <laughs> what the actual? You already, <laughs> already I just had this long lecture about not saying that word. Okay, we can go back to having another long pause and start over. No, I'm no, we're it out now. Yeah, no, we're keeping it in. We, we're keeping it in. We not you. Okay, you have to say in a full-on apology to Alex's mom here. <laughs> Apologies to. To Alex's mom, I apologize for any offensive language you may have heard. <laughs> anyway, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl between the Washington so, Huskies and the Penn State Nittany Lions. By Fiesta Bowl and PlayStation, does this mean Doritos and Mountain Dew? <laughs> you, know what, you know what the funniest and, part of all that is? For many hmm. years, this game was sponsored by Tostitos. Oh, well that's not MLG enough. Uh, one year it was sponsored by Battlefrog, which is a OCR race. I always hear that and mix it up with Battletoads, the NES game. I, I assume most people do. Next we have the Capital One Orange Bowl between the Miami Hurricanes and Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> I don't know which is funnier, the fact that an actual natural disaster is what they want to model their team over. Or the bad. The, the funniest part about this is I have several friends who graduated from the University of Wisconsin who are now going to send me hate mail. Oh. So, uh, Brandy <laughs> and Melanie, if you're listening, you can direct that uh, hate mail over to Colin. I'll give you a link. <laughs> uh, next, we have the Chick fil A Peach Bowl between the University of Central Florida Knights and Auburn Tigers. Do they discriminate against the players in that because it's sponsored by Chick-fil-A? Uh, they don't, I don't think. We have the Rose Bowl game, presented by Northwestern Mutual. Between I mean, that's not a... If not for adding the word game, that's not a terrible... Well, actually, that's it is. They're thinking flowers and football. Those are two things that don't make too much sense together, uh, now that it, I think about it. Do you know the... Rose Parade, or the Tournament of Roses. No. So every year on New Year's Day, they have the Rose Parade, mm -hmm. and the gimmick is that you have to cover your float. Like, you've seen the float in the parade, obviously. 
Nice. You have to cover your float with plants. Uh, that's huh. like the that's like the dumbest middle aged thing I've ever heard. No, the the know what my takeaway from this is? They're doing this for New Year's, right in the middle of December and January. Okay, this is in Pasadena, in... California. It's like seventy there on New Year's Day. Okay, I was going to say, why is this not a spring or summer event? Because why the f- would you do this and what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I better remember to edit that one out. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the New Year's Six Bowls. The uh, other ones are a little off the wall. These that's ones weren't? These, These ones weren't? Oh, dear. We have the AutoNation Cure Bowl. Between the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers and Georgia State Panthers. See, I'm the unless two, Colin. I thought it said Western Kentucky Pillpoppers, which is also accurate. Well, um, excuse me. Oh, whoops. Uh oh. Oh no. We apologize to anyone who goes to Western Kentucky or the. Um. You know who's alumni? You know who are alums of Western Kentucky University? Hmm. My parents. <laughs> we're, really, we're we're trying to be respectful to your parents in this podcast, and yet, and we're just like accidentally ripping into their whole existence, and I feel terrible. We have the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Between the Arkansas State Red Wolves and Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. <laughs> Middle Tennessee? I'm not sure what's this funnier. Middle Tennessee or a completely different non-parade bowl game named after flowers? Alright, this is probably my one, one of my favorites. The Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> what? I'm going to need a map to that name. Because that took so many twists and turns that I have no clue <laughs> what the hell has happened. Turn right when you get to the Cherubundi. <laughs> In three miles, make a right at Tart. There, I just posted it so you could read it. Anyway, it's the I could read this a million times, and it would still not make any sense. It's between the Florida Atlantic Owls and Akron Zips. <coughs> Zips. 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 I, I'm just wondering what what the hell the Zips are. Is their mascot a big zipper? And if it is, does that mean the like what holds up their pants, or does it mean the carnival ride? Both. <laughs> I just imagine their I just imagine their mascots like uh, uh like a like a super weirdly proportioned clown with its fly open. <laughs> no, see, I was just going to imagine giant anthropomorphic zippers, almost like Clippy, but a zipper instead of a paperclip Zippy. with limbs, getting onto the carnival ride. Alright, so here's the uh, description from the Akron Zips Wikipedia page. <laughs> the, Zips come, er, the Zips name comes from Zippers, 
rubber overshoes made by the B.F. Goodrich Company of Akron that were popular in the 1920s and 1930s. What? <laughs> In 1925, a, a campus-wide contest had been conducted to choose the nickname for the university's athletic team. Suggestions submitted by students, faculty, and alumni included Golden Blue Devils. I mean, if they could pick one color, that would be a better name. Tip Toppers. <laughs> rubbernecks. Hillbillies. Kangaroos. And Why? Chevaliers. The winner, freshman Mar Margaret Hamlin, received a prize of $10 for zip <laughs> Athletic director what? Kenneth Cochrane officially shortened the nickname to Zips in 1950. Considering how much thought clearly went into this, I, I think $10 is an appropriate prize, if not excessive. Bear in 1925, $10 could pretty much buy you a house. In modern times, that is still an excessive prize. There you go. The university's mascot is Zippy, a female kangaroo. Zippy is one of only eight female mascots in the eight female college mascots in the United States. And so they're named after a zoo made by a tire company, and their mascot is a kangaroo. Um, this is, what in the, what? Ha, it, uh, uh, I just googled, uh, Zippy the Kangaroo. Oh dear. What? <laughs> I urge everyone who is listening to this podcast to do the exact same thing. Let's Google this, go to images, and try to figure out what you just witnessed. Anyway, uh, this is another one of my favorites. It's the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> what? It's in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's played in an indoor baseball stadium. A oh. baseball stadium. In fact, what's widely considered to be the worst stadium... Oh, ever. Tropicana Field, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, like, balls get stuck in the roof. And on the, like, 11th or 12th day, God had a giant burrito. It went through his digestive system way too fast, and out came Tropicana Field. Oh. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And before that bowl, and bowl came in. Not famous at all. It's not. It's between the Central Michigan Chippewas and Wyoming Cowboys. Oh, fun fact! I've I I. Well, snuck that doesn't with, sound racist at all. I snuck with my uh, I I snuck into the, like when I was thirteen, I snuck into the Central Michigan football stadium because like the gate was like wide open. And I just, like, played catch with my dad, and then the head coach came walking by, and he just talked to my grandpa. And so, and I was just allowed to stay there. It was cool. This used to be called the Humanitarian Bowl. And now it's the famous Idaho Potato Bowl? Correct. I guess. I'm all about that great potato experience. 
No, see, here we found out that the answer to world peace was there all along. It's just the potatoes. Who knew? The human's been wasting all, these all this time not growing potatoes. Next up is the Birmingham Bowl. Between the Texas they... Tech Red Raiders and South Florida Bulls. Uh, so the Bulls are in the Bulls and the Birminghams are not in the Birmingham? Bulls. B-U-L-L. I don't even oh. know what you just said, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said Bulls, as in B-O-W-L-S. I'm like, so the Bulls are playing in the bowl, and the team from Birmingham is not in the Birmingham whatever bowl. It's just the Birmingham bowl. <laughs> the Birmingham whatever bowl. Although it used to, apparently used to be called the PapaJohns.com bowl. Dot com. <laughs> what? I love how only the website sponsored, not the rest of the company, not even the pizza, just the website. Uh, in the last three years, nobody has been willing to sponsor it. I wonder why. Next we have the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. The Lockheed Martin. I mean, that actually is a logical sponsor for a college bowl game. Actually, even more logical, the Army Black Knights are playing in it. Oh, see it? They're playing That's San Diego actually... State Aztecs. See, uh, we were going so well with this logic up until that point. <laughs> Next up is the Hawaii Bowl. Played in, you guessed it, Montana. <laughs> I was actually jokingly about to say, what's it not even be in Hawaii? It actually is in Hawaii, I'm just kidding. You know, I would have actually believed if it was in Montana because none of this has made sense. Next up we have the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Okay. It's being played between the Iowa Hawkeyes and Boston College Eagles. Mm -hmm. This is now the third bowl game being played at a baseball stadium. Oh, I was... played at I Yankee was... Stadium in Bronx, New York. I assume oh. you've heard of the New York Yankees. S sort of? Sort of! Like, I've heard the name, I didn't know if it was something real or some pixel team, or I don't know if it's Major or Meyer or anything like that, I just know that some baseball team that may or may not exist. It is, in fact, probably the most prolific, in fact, definitely the most prolific baseball team, and probably the most prolific sports team in American history. This is only how much I follow in baseball. I didn't even know if the most famous baseball team ever even was a real team or something made up, and it's just one of those things that that everyone uses for fictional, like like Acme and Looney Tunes or something like that. Acme. <laughs> Sound like you said Acme. No, A C M E, as in the company that makes all those products in all those cartoons. Here's the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Yes. I'm going to need a map to that one as well. Uh, San Diego. I'll give you the directions to San Diego Credit County San Diego County Credit <laughs> Union Stadium, which is where this game is being played. Apparently at one point uh, this game was sponsored by SeaWorld. Oh. Let's just move on to the Belk Bowl. The what bowl? The Belk 
It sounds like somebody with, like, the flu trying to say milk. No, like someone burps when they're trying to refer to elk as in the animal. Milk. <laughs> anyway, Belk is a department store. It's being played between the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. What? <laughs> and the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, oh. Okay, I... I'm trying to wrap my head about this. I'm not sure which I even need to question first. What is an Aggie? And isn't Deacon like a preacher or something? And Demon Deacon. Deacon is a preacher. So what is their mascot? Like a Baphomet or something? Uh-huh. And what is an Aggie? It's short for agriculture. Okay, Levi. In what is universe? In what is universe? Is that a, a short form of agriculture? Next up is a bowl that's near and dear to my heart. The Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. <laughs> oh my god, there's two teams named the Wildcats facing each other. Oh yeah, I just noticed that. It's the Northwestern Wildcats and the Kentucky Wildcats. I think the Wildcats are going to win that one. Now, I, I should explain why I said this is near and dear to my heart. This is being played a few days after Christmas. Like, right around mm-hmm. the time I usually flew into Nashville, where this game is mm-hmm. being played, to see oh. my grandparents. Because we used to always go, like, right after Christmas. So so I always see, like, signs, like, welcoming fans of the teams to the Mut- Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. <laughs> Then we have the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. What? The Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. I heard you guys, this was confused. Like, I don't get it, but okay. You know how you were making fun of the Aggies before? Mm-hmm. This game, get ready for this, is between the New Mexico State Aggies... And the Utah State Aggies. So there's three teams in the league named Aggies. Yes. It didn't make sense for one team. But there's three teams, and two of them are playing against each other. I get the feeling the Aggies are going to win that, though. Then we have the Outback Bowl. Is it sponsored by Outback Steakhouse? It is, in fact, sponsored by Outback Steakhouse. Damn, I still have if it was actually in the outback of Australia, then. No, it's in Tampa, Florida. Do they still- are the kangaroos playing? <laughs> uh, and no, I'm thinking the, that- the, the winner at the end, all today, I'll take a bite out of a bloomin' onion. Ah. No, not really. Again, I figured. It's between the Michigan Wolverines and the South Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 was, I was afraid of that one. <laughs> hey, at least all I said was... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Could have been far worse. And finally, we have the Citrus Bowl presented by Overton's, which is now what? the third bowl game in Camping World Stadium. I'm more wondering what Overton's is. It's like the... It's like a, it's like a marine maritime supply company. Oh. I only know this because they sponsor a ton of NASCAR stuff. Okay, then. 
Now, see, I was going to to say, based on the name, it sounds like some some specialty store that sells overalls and best overalls. <laughs> that would be the greatest <laughs> store ever. Overton's Overall Warehouse. Oh my god, that sounds like something, some goofy store that would be in like Rocco's Modern Life. You know, they're absolutely right on that. So we've reached the end of our show, and uh, I've been noticing recently that the Price is Right has been getting a little lazy with their showcases. It's just like, here are some things to help you garden. A new car! Like, no. No, that's, that's not how it works. Just give us three related pro- Anyway. I, I can't really fault them. It's been like 8,000 plus episodes, so whatever. So Philip and I have decided to take our own crack at writing some showcases in what we like to call... The showcases. <laughs> also columns here if you hear an extra round of laughter. Extra voice of laughter. I did not yes. get that right. Philip, what's your showcase? Well, who need, when you think of South Dakota... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God, I'm already laughing. When you think, <laughs> when you think of South Dakota, you oh, think no, of... Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt for a second. Can you just imagine, like, George Gray is just reading a showcase, like, your showcase is all about relaxation, and then he just starts corpsing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your showcase on. is all about relaxation. Go to this shady massage park. <laughs> <laughs> Go to not even the best Dakota. Yeah. Uh, when you think of South Dakota, you think of, you know, Mount Rushmore, the Black Hills, you know, nice nature. Well, who needs that when you get a three-weeks-all-it-paid-expenses trip to Pierre, South Dakota? Three in, weeks? In, Where am I supposed the, to get this time off? Oh, God. <laughs> enjoy the... Enjoy the... Sing, enjoy the singular... Enjoy the singular sight and sound... <laughs> I was going to say, what are you doing? Just staring at the same rock formation for for three weeks. <laughs> Enjoy the singular sight and sound of the eighth largest city in South Dakota. <laughs> and then when you get home, you can hop on your fully maxed out iMac Pro. Featuring an 18-core Intel Xeon CPU, 128 gigs of RAM, a 4TB SSD. We're also throwing in a used car! What?! A used car! <laughs> this 1998 Ford Taurus <laughs> gets an astounding 17 miles to the gallon. This beauty only has 113 miles on it, so this should have last you, or your grandparents, a lifetime. <laughs> Was that a dark joke about lasting their grandparents a lifetime? Yes. <laughs> so, wait, wait, is that it? Yes. Okay. Do you know what car really lasts a lifetime? The Ford Pinto, because they'll die in the explosion when they get rear-ended. Alright, uh, let's see, three, three weeks, how am I getting to South Dakota? <laughs> You're flying out of the set. <laughs> yeah, we're we're flying you out from L.A. Oh, okay. So you gotta find your way to L.A. Right. But and we're not giving you the 1998 Ford Taurus until after you get back. <laughs> wow. So. I'm curious. 
You're trapping me in pure South Dakota for three weeks. <laughs> right, you never mentioned that there was a return trip. It was if we're flying you out there. Nothing about a... Hold on, we didn't... We didn't I didn't give you some... Some nice places to go. Uh, because I wrote the script in like five minutes. Uh, you can go to a playground. Okay. You can go to a, a baseball stadium that's used for high schoolers. Alright, high school baseball. Um, school. You can go to the fourth largest dam that's artificial in the United States. I, uh, I like both dams and things that are the fourth largest of things. Does the high that school baseball field chaos, Emerald. Does the high school baseball field have an outfield ramp? Sick ramp. South Dakota Discovery Center. Uh, says Iris Arroyo with a five star review. <laughs> My son loved this place. Lots of hands on activities to do for most ages and a good price for everyone. Says Derek Smith, five stars. There is a lot of fun stuff for my two-year-old to do there. Why would a two-year-old even, like, care about South Dakota? Like, Why would anyone care about South Dakota? Right, I'm going like, to go, like, $15,107. Philip, are you ready for your showcase? Yes. Your showcase is all about net neutrality, which was repealed okay. earlier this week. First, you can angrily tweet your displeasure to FCC Chairman Ajit Pai with this pair of smartphones. This pair. It's a pair of Samsung Galaxy S8s featuring 4GB of RAM and 8-megapixel camera and Infinity Quad HD Plus display. Plus, we've Holy buzzwords. <laughs> Plus, we've included one year of a Verizon Unlimited plan, because of course we did. Next, now that the internet has been ruined by corporate interests, you may want to take up computer gaming, which you can do with this new gaming computer. The Alienware Area 51 features 16 gigabytes of RAM, Windows 10 operating system, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1080 graphics, and 6 USB 3.0 ports. Plus, we've included one year of high-speed Comcast internet, because of course we did. And finally, if you need to use the internet, you can always visit the place with the world's fastest internet, South Korea! <laughs> you and a guest will fly a round trip nonstop from Detroit to Seoul, South Korea, via Korean Air, for a six-night stay in a business deluxe room at the Westin Chosun, Seoul. Daily breakfast is included. Plus, we've included a private full-day tour of South Korea's capital city. So it's a pair of smartphones, a gaming computer, and a trip to South Korea. And this no. I'm not done. No, I have a I'm question. Not done. I'm not done. Oh. Okay. And this showcase, which we hope won't be the last if the internet gets too toxic, can be yours if the price is right. Yes, Colin. How does that trip to South Korea include a tour of the, the Samsung factory where you got those two smartphones <laughs> from? No! Zing! It is not. As barely I can think, it's Samsung. They are a South Korean company that wasn't a sports hub, so... Alright, Phil, what do you bid? 
All right, how far was that? What, what was the actual retail price of my showcase? Of mine? No, no, of of, of mine. The one of you mine. gave me. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, twenty. Th- you guessed fifteen thousand one hundred seven. It's actually twenty six nine seven. What? And yeah, the iMac Pro was almost fourteen thousand dollars. What? Yeah. How in You're the pa- hell? Because they're paying for the Apple brand name. Yeah, it's Apple, and it has an 18-core Intel processor, 128 gigs of RAM, and a 4-terabyte SSD. The Alienware in your showcase is only like 4. And you know what? It doesn't have an Apple sticker on it. Alright, so... Hold on. How... It was 26,907. I bid 15,107. No, it was 20... Twenty-six-nine-seven. Twenty-six-nine-seven. So $26,097. For difference of $5,590. Oh. For difference of $5,590. And, Philip, your, your actual retail price, $27,306. For difference of $4,400. <laughs> Which means Philip is today's winner of the showcase. I'm going to South Korea. Yeah. Boy. And I don't get trapped in South Dakota. Woo! <laughs> All right, that's it for the podcast that we never came up with a name with. Maybe we'll have one next week. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm Phil. Oh. I think we need to re-record this. Cause nope. No, we don't. We oh. do not. We are good. And I'm Alex, again, reminding you that the snow in The Wizard of Oz was asbestos. Goodbye. See you next week.